This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright future for all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. The battle to acquire Kansas City Southern takes another turn. The company says it's entering a merger acquisition agreement with Canadian Pacific again. This announcement comes after the KCS Board of Directors voted unanimously today to terminate its previously reached agreement with Canadian National. The transaction between CP and KCS has a stock and cash value at $31 billion. Since KCS is dissolving its agreement with CN, KCS must pay a $700 million termination fee to CN. KCS must also return the $700 million that CN paid to them to pay CP to terminate their original May agreement. The merger would provide CP with direct access to Mexico to ship agricultural goods, Lines also extend to New Orleans, which hosts a major port to ship agricultural commodities like corn and soybeans. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. Dairy producers are telling the Senate Ag Committee milk pricing reforms are needed. Jim Davenport is the owner of Tollgate Farm in New York. He says consolidation in the dairy industry has closed small plants, eliminating competition. In New York State, with all the milk that we make in some of the areas where most of the milk is made, A lot of school systems can only get one bid. New York City currently is spending 17.5 cents a unit on fluid milk for their students, 8-ounce cartons. And in the southern tier of New York around Binghamton, some of those schools are paying 37 cents because they only get one bid. Whoever's bidding decides that, well, if there's only one bid, I might as well make some money. Democratic Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York says the milk marketing system is inadequate and out of date. We are using an almost 100-year-old system which had its last major reform more than 20 years ago for pricing for an industry where no dairy farmer is running their farm the way they would have 100 years ago. They should not be beholden to a price system that operates as if they are. We must put the power back in the farmer's hands, help them recoup their losses, and build a system that ensures they get better prices moving forward so they aren't put in this position again. The Federal Milk Marketing Order System was established in the 1930s to help farmers facing low milk prices. It establishes provisions under which dairy processors purchase fresh milk from dairy farmers supplying a marketing area. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Eliminating America's no-cost sugar policy without first reforming the global sugar market would jeopardize family farms, good-paying jobs, and our domestic supply of sugar. A bill called Zero for Zero takes action to zero out all foreign sugar subsidies. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. A corn industry leader sees big potential for exports in Southeast Asia, Ohio farmer John Linder is the president of the National Corn Growers Association. He tells AgriPulse there's big demand opportunities across the Pacific Ocean and around the world. Where we kind of left uh, TPP, we need to re-engage there, and, I, and our administration knows that. Obviously, we need to stay very focused in looking at future phases of, of China as well. But we've got Africa, we've got India, all those great countries that are really going to be the next wealth uh, build for dietary change. He says the organization has no preference on how its overseas customers receive U.S. corn. But we we do feel like we've got in Southeast Asia real opportunities. So we're really focused there to find those uh, opportunities for protein, whether it's a value added or a whole corn. 
We're not really caring. We just need to find all the uses we can. Linder says NCGA has met with U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai, who's expressed a desire to focus on enforcing existing trade packs before pursuing new agreements. A bipartisan Senate bill introduced today aims to create a USDA loan program to help farmers buy precision agriculture equipment. The bill is being introduced by Senators Deb Fisher of Nebraska and Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota. It would create the Precision Agriculture Loan Program that would be administered through the Farm Service Agency. Loans would be offered at interest rates under 2% for loan terms between 3 and 12 years. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers, the American Conservation Coalition, and Nebraska Farm Bureau Federation are among groups supporting the bill. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.